Welcome back to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920. The answer in this first segment, Atlanta's residential real estate market update for the last seven days. We're going to give you a little different twist than we've been giving you lately. We're going to give you all the different categories and changes. In our Something You Should Know About Atlanta segment, we're going to feature Canton Street in Roswell, which has in a recent AJC article, especially after 9 o'clock in the evening, has been compared to Bourbon Street in New Orleans. And then what are the closing or what closing costs are mandatory in the state of Georgia for sellers? We've got those subjects and more. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio again right here on AM 920, The Answer in Atlanta. The purpose of this show is to help listeners go from real estate novices to experts So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all that worry that's typical with life's biggest investments. Just during this show, you'll hear advertisements from other real estate agents and teams throughout Metro Atlanta, and their messages can be so confusing. Should you get an instant offer for your home? Can you sell your house for $100,000 more than the real market value? I'm not sure that's possible. I think if you can sell it for $100,000 more than you think it's worth, the real market value is $100,000 more. And so don't be confused. We invite you to tune in every Saturday, 9 o'clock, right here on AM 920, The Answer. And we also invite you to subscribe to our podcast. You can find out how to do that by going to gogaddisradio.com, G-O. G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments. You can push back on anything I say on the show. You can share ideas, and you can ask for your neighborhood to be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. Normally, in the fourth segment of the shows, we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes over the last few years. We are not doing that on this particular show, but don't worry. We will come back to that sooner than later. Let's jump right into the Metro Atlanta residential real estate market in the last seven days. This is for the prior seven days only. There were 2,367 homes listed. 2,367 homes listed. There were 474 that had been taken off the market and come had come back on the market. Now listen to this. There were 600 and 73 price decreases, 293 price increases, and there were 2,490 homes that went pending for the week. You also have to add the active under contract status. There's 946 of those currently in the market, which means there's around 3,500 homes that are in some level of pending sale. There's 133 listings on hold, 255 Withdrawn listings, 86 expired listings, and 189 coming soon listings. If you take the price decreases of 673, the withdrawns of 255, so let's just call that 673, 773, 873, 923, and then we add the 86 to it, let's say that's about 1,000 homes where the sellers might be a little more motivated than you might, they might have otherwise thought they were when they started listing the house. The price decreased. That is, in my opinion, an outward expression to the market saying, hey, I think I might have messed up just a little bit. The buying public might not think my house is worth what I think it's worth, and I might be more interested in selling. So remember, there's about a 1,000 listings. The withdrawals, uh, that is when a seller takes their house off the market 
themselves. Uh, sometimes it's because they're stressed or frustrated. Sometimes it's because their situation has changed. Sometimes they plan to do something and put the house back on the market. But then you also have the expireds. And those are 86 listings for the last week that expired without selling after going through a full listing period. So the market is still hot in the fact that we have 2,367 new listings. We had uh, 2,490 homes go pending uh, for the week. That means the due diligence period is over and that home is absolutely pending sale at this point. So the market is good. If you want to sell a home, there's probably been not been a better time to sell a home within the last 20 years if you want to buy a home. Many people who are trying to buy a home are discouraged because they are having no luck um, getting to the top of the stack, getting to the front of the line, if you will. And the rejection out there for home buyers is probably, it's not probably, it is worse than it's been uh, the entire 20 years that I've been in the real estate business. But I will tell you, if you're working with the right real estate agent or the right real estate team who has a proven system in place for making your offer stand out compared to the competition, you absolutely positively increase your likelihood of closing. I was talking to a gentleman out in Colorado Springs a couple of weeks ago, and they have programs in place that are designed to take financed offers, where an offer where it would normally be contingent on getting financing and the appraisal being approved, and they use an outside company um, you'll hear uh, uh, an agent advertise around this show every Saturday that says we can turn your financed offers into all-cash offers. Well, the reality is that any agent who has a, uh, a relationship with one of those outside vendors can do that. And he said they've done research and realized that an agent must make 8.2 offers. And, and don't quote me on these exact numbers because I don't remember exactly what he said, 8-point-something but you had to make 8.2 offers to get a contract accepted when you had financing and appraisal contingency in place. You had to make 1.6 offers when you were using a service to turn a financed offer into an all-cash offer. If you are interested in learning more, go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio. Click on Contact Us. Request a little bit more information. I'll call you back myself, and we'll talk about whether or not those types of programs might be right for you. Also, you could just call us at 770-497-0000. In our Something You Should Know About Metro Atlanta, we are featuring Canton Street in Roswell, an AJC article. And this is not a recent AJC article. This is a few years old. But it says, there is a case to be made that Canton Street is the single most entertaining district outside of Atlanta's perimeter. It says here are a few points to support that case. Alive in Roswell is weird is a weirdly nostalgic name. James changed this year from Alive After Five for the city's monthly street party. It says, but make no mistake about it, on the third Thursday of the month, Roswell's Canton Street is the wildest place in Atlanta. More of a family-friendly affair in the hours before sunset, but the vibe after 9 p.m. is simply insane. Thousands of college students and young professionals Fill the bars, streets, and plazas to dance, drink, and generally create the outside the perimeter's best atmosphere. Roswell's historic district allows for the open container laws, the same laws that make Bourbon Street in New Orleans such a zoo, not just during a live in Roswell, but at all times. And where once gift shops and art galleries sleepily sold fares to an older crowd today, they stand an ever today stands an ever-growing collection of bars and restaurants whose target audience is decidedly 
younger. I will be honest with you, I have been to historic Roswell uh, to go to dinner probably um, six or eight times in the last year. And uh, in fact, I was just there in the past week, and it is an amazing area. The only problem I have with it is it's very difficult to find a place to park uh, when you're there. Fortunately, I have, we actually stumbled across a parking lot that was uh, open that had been full uh, when we drove by before. But that's my only complaint is there's just not enough parking in that area. If you have not been to downtown Roswell, to Canton Street and historic Roswell, I recommend that you absolutely positively do that. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I really am so glad that you're listening to the show. We believe if you're going to sell your home in the next three to six months, we believe that we can help you sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their house for. And give me a second and let me explain. It's a two-part program. The first part is a customized maximum value plan where we help you realize just how high you can push the price of your house in today's market. In the past, it was fairly easy because you could look at comparable sales for the last 90 days or 180 days and tell very easily what a house is worth. Today, it's a lot more difficult than that. You have to do a lot more calculations, a lot more projections, a lot more you know, projecting out exactly what's going to happen in the future. It also comes with a rehab and refresh program. The rehab and refresh program is an allowance of up to $15,000, including the supervision of all of the repairs, anything that's necessary to cosmetically enhance the appearance of your home. We worked with a seller recently where we spent about three or $4,000, and I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say the sales price of the house was probably $20,000 more than it would have otherwise been. So no kidding. If you're interested in selling your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their house for, go to gogaddisradio.com, click on $28,000 more, give us a little information, and I'll reach out to you myself. We've got a listener question, and this is from Allison in Winder. The question is, what closing costs are mandatory for sellers in the state of Georgia? I'm going to answer this question two ways, Allison. Number one, <clears throat> there are no mandatory closing cost for the sellers in the state of Georgia. Now, the Georgia Association of Realtors contract, which is referred to as a GAR, G-A-R form, makes all of the closing costs the buyer's responsibility with the exception of anything required for the seller to be able to provide good and marketable title to the buyer. So they got to pay property taxes. They got to pay off their mortgage. They got to uh, uh, record the satisfaction to security deed. They have to get HOA letters, things like that. So only thing, Allison, only things that are required to transfer good and marketable title to the buyer are required. This segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They're a full-service law firm with 21 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review, and title insurance matters. They can be reached by calling 770-497-1880. I've got a shout-out, and I hope these two fantastic young men are listening to John and Tyler. My two good friends, I've got a shout out in John and Tyler. I recommend you stay tuned for the beginning of the next segment because you might hear a familiar song. In our next segment, who should itemize real estate tax deductions under current laws? How much should you budget every year for home maintenance? 
And if your home has polybutylene plumbing, should you replace it? We'll answer these questions and more. Stick with us because we'll be back. <laughs> 